Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to This Date in Weather History for Thursday, October 29th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. On October 29, 2012, Hurricane Sandy slammed ashore north of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Hurricane Sandy's devastating storm track is rare among hurricanes. A new statistical analysis estimates that the track of the storm, which took a left-hand turn in the Atlantic before slamming into the East Coast, has an average probability of happening once every 700 years. The storm's near-perpendicular strike on the coast was a major factor in the severe flooding scene in New York, New Jersey, and other nearby states. But the rareness of the storm's track doesn't mean that the coast is safe from other severe storms in the immediate future. Don't have the impression that it's going to be another 700 years until we have another such storm. It's just an average, and it could happen again next year or next decade. Hurricane Sandy caused about 150 deaths, along with billions of dollars in damage when it hit the Caribbean and the U.S. East Coast in late October of 2012. The storm's power came from the combination of factors, including its large size while out at sea, and a full moon that made tides 20% higher than normal, both of which ramped up Sandy's storm surge. Researchers have also pointed to weather patterns that impacted Sandy's track. A region of high pressure blocked Sandy from taking a more common track out over the western North Atlantic, forcing the storm onto the coast. Sandy also interacted with a mid-level, low-pressure system in the atmosphere, which helped push the storm along its unusual track. To study the rarity of Sandy's track, Columbia University mathematicians how to use a model to generate synthetic tropical cyclones. The researchers could not rely on previously recorded data as Sandy's trajectory and near direct impact on New Jersey was unprecedented in the historical record. The researchers statistical model generated millions of these synthetic hurricanes, which were then used to determine rates for landfall. Most of the tracked landfalls in the model grazed the coast before veering back out into the Atlantic. Sandy, by contrast, hit the coast at an angle of just 17 degrees from perpendicular, almost perfectly crisscrossing the typical storm track. The sustained winds blowing toward the coast from the direct path is a continual pushing of a wall of water onto the coast and results in a greater surge magnitude compared to a more typical inland wind sweeping across the coast. This large surge pushed huge amounts of water into the streets of Manhattan, for example. The peak water level at the surge, plus the tide at the Battery, Manhattan's southern tip, was 14 feet above the average low tide level. And that's what happened on October 29th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history. 
Listen to Weather Insider every weekday for a discussion on trending weather news. You'll get detailed insight into major weather events and learn the why behind the weather, gaining knowledge on terms like what's a nor'easter. Just subscribe to Weather Insider on your favorite podcast platforms today.